0: Hello and welcome to the McYetman Fries Captain America and Agents of Shield spoiler spoiler cast. <laughs> I'm Ian McNally, and I'm joined today by chi Chung, writer, no, no. writer, writer, director, development executive.
1: Yes, that's right, that's right. I cover the gamut of entertainment.
0: Today's show is going to be full of spoilers for both Captain America and for Agents of Shield up until the episode that, as of the, tw- the latest episode, as of the 27th of April. So I guess we start off first with our review. All right. What did you think of? Uh, so that this is spoiler. We talk about everything. This is spoilers from the off. We're gonna ruin the ruin this movie completely. So. Okay. No. So shield has gone. No more shield's shield. Gone, yeah.
1: I loved this movie. I thought it was really good. Um, it was perhaps not as funny as Thor: The Dark World, mm-hmm. but it had a much more grounded sort of story and it was a conspiracy thriller, a political thriller. And it's just weird that you could do a political thriller set in the Marvel universe and it completely works.
0: Yeah. I mean. Up until the, last, the the third act, elements of it are like, it's a Marvel movie with two kick-ass car chases in it. Yeah. Usually people are flying and shit like that, but there's like really two. The Nick Fury car chase at the beginning is awesome, and there's a nice little reference to Seal, that's like flight mode unavailable. Yeah. No, no, I mean,
1: th- they were, I mean, just really amazing fight scenes. Uh, the, the, the fight scene on the boat yeah. at the beginning was really cool, very Jason Bourne, and, you know, you get to see Captain America fight in a way that was a lot cooler than the first movie where yeah. it was pretty much just punch them and hit them with your shield. This one he's doing all these weird flips and he kicks the guy off the boat, which I found very cool.
0: And apparently he's not just a super soldier he's also got mad map skills because that's that shield is coming back off crazy angles.
1: Yeah and he's just grabbing
0: it. I just want to see him playing pool. <laughs>
1: He'll kick ass.
0: Yeah. And also
1: you have Captain America speaking French which I thought was quite interesting. What was that? Remember he fights Batrock. Ah. And Batrock is speaking to him in French, like, you know, you met again and with the kick your ass. And Are you
0: familiar with the Metal Gear Solid video games? Mm, I played, I think, a couple of levels on it. So okay. the sneaking around, stuff Yeah. There. the second one is like the second one starts with Assault on a tanker that's very, very similar to that. Oh really? Uh, very similar. But obviously with obviously way more superpowers. Right. Uh, well apparently what?
1: They, the the, the Rooster brothers in an interview said for the the, the, the fight scenes, they took inspiration from The Raid. Mm. For the car chase stuff, they took inspiration from Ronin. Okay. And uh, I think, well, from the, the, the big finale is, you know, like every Marvel movie.
0: Yeah, and I think that is... Uh, I mean, the, the fact that there's three helicarriers that have to take down yeah. is a bit much. And it does devolve a little bit into CGI at that point. Um, but yeah, I just thought for the most part, it's really nicely grounded. you got Steve, you know... The, the the duplicity was going on with Nick Fury is like Steve's got his orders because Nick Fury knows he can only give him certain orders. Right. And and, and,
1: and the the darker orders go to the Black Widow. Yeah, because
0: what the, she's a lot more flexible. In, morally speaking. You know, morally speaking.
1: And that I thought that was really interesting because. Usually when you've got a lead male and a lead female, it's all about a love story. Yeah. And what I found really interesting was it was really developing the relationship between Cap and Black Widow, who are very different people. Yeah. It wasn't really a romantic relationship. No. But there was a definite
0: connection. They're two professionals. They're professional colleagues.
1: And they also like each other.
0: Yeah. And though he doesn't trust her until it gets to like later on the hospital scene, I really like the point where she's like, I only pretend to know everything. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was nice re- uh, character. They order. do
1: interesting things with Black Widow, because I think Black Widow, a, a lot of the criticism of, of Black Widow's introduction in Iron Man 2 was that there wasn't a character there. She was just a hot chick who kicked ass, and you yeah. didn't really know who she was. He was
0: obsessed with taking people down with her thighs. Yes.
1: But they have kind of used that to their advantage. In, in sort of Avengers, they developed her character a bit more, and Captain America, they actually addressed that. And make it part of her character that even she doesn't know who she is because she's played so many different roles throughout her life Mm -hmm. that the whole uh, arc of her characters, at the end of it, she's burned all of her secret identities. And it's all about now she has to figure out, okay, who am I? Who is Natasha Romanoff? Who is Natasha Romanoff?
0: Because she has a very different way of working than Nick Fury. I think uh, in The Avengers, Tony Stark said that Nick Fury is the spy. Right. He's like a spy. He's like the spy. He's like... He's completely comfortable with it. He's James Bond plus plus. Right. He has backup plans within backup plans within backup plans Or life model, I haven't done the life model decoy thing yet. Thank God. Because I think that would come out... They've made, they've made a lot of things work, but I don't know if they could make that work.
1: I think life model decoy would be... It's, it's too... It's too ridiculous. And also... The Marvel Cinematic Universe, as is, has a problem, well, like most comics have, with death not being permanent.
0: The Jean Grey effect.
1: Yeah, the Jean Grey effect. Like, Coulson died, he came back. Loki died, he came back. In this movie, Nick Fury dies. Loki he, didn't die. Well... He faked it. Uh, he faked it, but as far as the audience was concerned... Thor
0: spoilers <laughs> also, she be well <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers <laughs> for the
1: entire Cinematic Universe. Exactly. And, and uh, uh, yeah, so nobody really dies. Once you introduce life model decoys, mm-hmm. then no one's ever going to die. It's yeah. gonna be no, it was an LFD the whole time.
0: Yeah, so it works better that way. But yeah, it's like the the filling out of the world, getting Cap to Fit in it, getting Cap to Fit in that awesome uniform that he has now, the Secret Avengers outfit. Yes, that's awesome. yes, yes, the stealth suit. So there's a big fuck off star on the front though.
1: Not yeah. But I mean there's only so stealthy you can be when you've got a massive shield
0: and you're dressed in yeah, Wasn't the shield like darker at the beginning as well? It might have been.
1: I, I know the costume the costume work in, in Captain America uh, the, 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 the suits were a lot darker than in Avengers, but yeah. he was very, very primary colored, the, the outfit. I also really liked uh, uh, um, Falcon. I thought he was really good.
0: Like, yeah, the, the, I mean, the. it was after they got back from the boat, right? It was the yeah. first scene. No, the, no, the first scene, scene when, he's jo- when he he's just comes into him it was kind of cool. On your left. Yeah, on your left. And that was a nice, again, nice showing of his powers. It was kind of showing how he can, you know, just outstrip everybody. He's totally gotten into them now. Yeah. Like he was kind of still just dealing with the limits of his strength in the first one. But now he's kind of pushing himself more and more. You saw him pushing to the limit in The Avengers a little bit because he yeah. was getting tired and shit. Yeah. But, but um, Why are they getting sleepy? Yeah.
1: yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, the nice thing about this movie, it's the first time we get to see Cap adjust to his new situation. Because if you look at the timeline, it's sort of, he fought, like, as far as he's concerned, it was World War II, like, a month ago.
0: Yeah, and they've said that in a lot of interviews. It's like... And I think he says in the movie as well. It's like it was. He said in the Avengers, it was only a week or two ago from a while for me. He it says it to Big Fury in the Avengers. It's no, like, yeah. I didn't realize this is what we get if we won. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize we'd lost. And then you
1: know immediately when he wakes up in this new world, there's an alien invasion. So <laughs> this is the first time you've had to see Cap kind of exist in this new world, and it's really interesting in that he exists in our modern world, but they haven't changed his character. He no. still is the same decent. Boy Scout goody character, and yep. yet I don't find him annoying. It goes to show that that character can actually work. Because in the Man of Steel movie, they felt the need to.
0: Did you read that article yesterday as well? No, was there an article about Man of Steel? Somebody was comparing to and saying how, like, for years, I think it's just lazy writers complain about writing the boy, the big Boy Scout, writing yeah. Big Blue in the comics, like. Superman because so little can hurt him that where does the drama where does the conflict come from like you come up with better ways of doing it like uh, Grant Morrison did an all-star Superman by making sure it was the 12 what was it 10 or 12, the 12 tasks uh, of, Superman. of Superman in a way a Hercules kind of thing but it was also he had a time limit because he was going to die at the end of it because he'd been oversaturated with solar right. radiation but it was down to the characters and sorting out the end stuff but there are good lines and they were talking about how in the Avengers they spent their time keeping the battle to a set grid and trying to get rid the the local people out because that's what Cap would do and that's what, the, that's what people would do they want to make sure that people are fine Right. Superman just wailed on Zod <laughs> with no you know as entire
1: buildings collapse and, yeah. and, and thousands die in the rubble
0: and maybe Snyder has an idea that that's going to build into him not wanting to kill again in future movies maybe. and all that maybe but I don't know that.
1: but go. still I mean if you look at like the, the character of Superman and Man of Steel, they, they very much are trying to move him away from the big blue Boy Scout. Yeah, He's a bit more conflicted. He's just, I mean, the fact that he he's stops, dark and gritty reboot. Yeah, he's a, a darker and grittier character. And Captain America Winter Soldier, I think, shows that no, you can have that decent, good man who's not an anti hero, who's yeah. an actual hero. And it can still work, and it's not cheesy, and it's no. not boring. It, it, because it's very interesting because it, it's about how that character exists. In a much more complicated world. Yeah. But I mean, he, he even says, though, that the world was never that simple because there's that line in the movie where Nick Fury says, you know, you did a lot of dark stuff during World War II. Yeah. And Cap said, yeah, you did a lot of bad stuff to ensure people's freedom. And yeah. <laughs> what you're doing now it's is not freedom, yeah. it's fear, right? Uh, did you ever see the Samuel L. Jackson interview where he succinctly sort of broke down what uh, uh, Nick Fury's and Captain America's uh, points of view are? No. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, he put it basically, well, Basically, Captain America wants everybody to be free. Yep. Nick Fury, on the other hand, wants to put a gun to everybody's head and go, You're free! Ding! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. But yeah, so, uh, and Steve Rogers is great. And, and sort of the relationship with Anthony Mackie, who plays Sam Wilson, the Black Falcon, is really good as well. That whole notion of the person, of course... The person he would connect with is another war veteran. Yeah. It's a different war. They'd got, they're
0: they both suffering from forms of PTSD. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that was brilliant.
0: And I thought that they, they, they kind of led us down the garden path a little bit with the trailer because they I think they might have one shot of Mackie, then they show black dude in a hospital bed, and then they show flying, and I thought there was some kind of, like the pack was some kind of thing added on or something right. like that, or you know, it was like an Iron Man thing and he needed to live, or they thought it was a good idea if he asked for it or something, it was the only way to save him. Right. Whereas, oh no, I just have this. Yeah. I just well, like this I mean, wing six. They have to
1: break into a top secret base. And this just shows you there's so much story in Winter Soldier that the the, the the top secret base they have to break into and steal the Falcon's outfit happens off screen. Yeah, it's the easiest thing. They off. just go easy, no problem. And then next thing you know, he's got he's it.
0: He's got it. It's really clear on that. I like as well getting used to the modern world. I'm a little annoyed that every region had a different notebook. Like Cap has at one point a notebook he writes yeah, things yeah, down yeah. in, and he has Star Wars slash Trek, and he's crossed off one of them. <laughs> Someone said like maybe Tony said maybe watch Trek not Wars. Well, apparently
1: the UK, UK version has World Cup 1966. Yes, so on
0: it. <laughs> I thought that was a little pandering. It would make more sense for like it's a character piece, so it should be something that's relatable to American character. I think it was the wire on there and stuff as well. I think yeah, there's was, it was, yeah, stuff it was
1: like that a lot there. of really. Like, well, he, he wrote out Nirvana and then band question mark. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because he
0: is that generation <laughs> who'd be like, this is just noise because he's yeah. been listening to <laughs>
1: big band, big band band and club. stuff. It's like,
0: what the fuck is techno? <laughs> <laughs> Dub, hell, yeah. oh. it's like dubstep would probably just give him a migraine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like to see uh, Steve Rogers at a feng Tao club in Malaysia and see what happens
0: he just loses yeah. shit. It's like throw the throw the shield at the DJ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Die. And it, it's a pretty big cast of Captain America. And everybody yeah. gets their moment every it, it's almost Avengers y in a way in that, you know, you've got Falcon, you've got Black Widow, you've got Nick Fury, and yes, it's Steve Rogers' story. And you've got the Winter Soldier, but to a certain extent all these characters get their
0: arcs. Get I their did monsters. find it's a bit of a misnomer. It's like yeah, it's the Winter Soldier, but it should have been Captain America introducing the Winter Soldier because he gets no real like, he's got a cool fight yeah. scene, but there's does he doesn't get to be much of a character, which makes sense because he's a robot, essentially, at that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm he's a the brainwashed, robot, brainwashed robot. Yeah. But a little bit more development might have been... Like, I thought the, the, the post credit sequence where he's just looking at the the, the Smithsonian Museum yeah. of Captain America, like, looking at Bucky and like, shoot. Fucking no. um,
1: <laughs> Came out the 1940s. Yeah, but it's on. like
0: they're building something for that. But yeah. it's... That Naming that the second movie should have maybe yeah. been called the Winter Soldier. I think
1: that, actually, third movie, sorry. that that leads, I mean, I have very few uh, niggles with this film. I enjoy. I, I love most of it, but I think one of the main problems, like one of the few problems I had, which is probably it's just part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is you never really get a complete story. Yeah. Like after the end of Shield. The fallout is very perfunctory. I think it's gonna probably lead into Avengers Age of Ultron and the next Captain America movie, like what happens in a world without shield? Mm-hmm. What happens to the Winter Soldier now that he knows who he is? And so you don't really get a, a sort of on. you don't get a sort of resolution to everything. It's all leading to the next. I mean, the final shot is, you know, Falcon going, when do we start? And then, you know, a shot of Steve Rogers' face and then it cuts to black. So yeah. I mean, they're obviously laying track for the next movie. But that's every Marvel movie. It never yeah. really ends. It, it sort of ends with a preview or a trailer for the next batch of films that are coming. And
0: I think it worked well in Thor because when I saw that I felt like I was checking in on characters I like already. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like the Warriors Three and Sith were shoehorned in. Yeah. Like you just join them in the midst of the battle. Yeah. And this stuff this is just like you're just joining them, it just happens some big shit happens during this period of time we're watching their lives. I think it works for that because their everyday for them is an adventure. For Cap it has to have more of mm-hmm. a Plot to be covered, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like they, they you, there could be many movies, cartoons, TV shows done about like the battle for the nine realms. Yeah, or you know. Well,
1: you know, four is a much more epic, widescreen yeah. kind of story. It's it's sort of Marvel's fantasy. It's, it's their Lord of the Rings. It's their yeah. fantasy epic. Whereas they seem to be going like, no, Captain America is the, the grounded spy kind of espionage kind of storylines. Yeah, which is which is cool because each character, each of their main characters now. Which have their own series of films. They're each going to be moving in their own separate genres because each one kind of starts the same because you need that origin story. Yeah. But they're all now going off in different directions and they're not repeating themselves. Which, no. Which I like.
0: And then the introduction of genre, different types of genres that sort of work really well as well. Like I mean, this is a, it's like a, for the first half at least, it is a conspiracy theory kind of movie. Yeah. we With Robert Redford in there, you've got all the President Superman. Going oh, speaking
1: on. of which, Redford is awesome.
0: He's amazing, yeah, he and you is, just like it's it's Robert Redford's in a Marvel Universe character like,
1: like Robert Redford says Hail Hydra
0: now that was what kind of fucked me up with the movie a little bit because it's like I understand they want to tie it all together and Hydra is always this big thing but I was never in the comics I read never like maybe some of the DC uh, some of the, the cartoons they've done of the Mighty Avengers and mm-hmm. all that stuff they have had Hydra in the background a couple of times Yeah, but the Hail Hydra thing just comes off as goofy a little bit
1: uh I will, I don't know Hydra for me it worked because it's been part of the Captain America comics for a while and yeah. I have read it I've been reading Captain America since the the Ed Brubaker run and that was there was a lot of Hydra in there and uh, a lot of their influence is um, Jim Storenko, mm. who is this very famous 70s writer artist he did a, a short stint of Captain America and Nick Fury, uh, He did, yeah, he did Nick Fury comic as well. Yep. And those were very much about HYDRA and they were very James Bondy. Yep. HYDRA was, you know, the specter the, the of the Marvel Universe. So all that stuff I loved. And I'm sure at a certain point they were like, look, we've got Robert Redford, we got to get him to say Hail HYDRA. Yeah. Like, of course the character is not going to say that if he's dying, but they were probably like, we've got to get Redford to say it. <laughs>
0: Angered the gods with their commentary, yes. um, and I, you know, hearing Gary Shandling say "Hail Hydra" <laughs> yeah. made more sense. I like that. That was a beautiful little tie back. which
1: was great because. And they also had uh, what Agent Sitwell, Sitwell, yeah, a background character in both the television show and the movies, and, and the, in the one shots, the and they turned him into a Hydra agent. Which yeah,
0: fantastic. And it was really like it was really nice having the the Captain America came out here before it came out in the US. Yes. So and I saw the press screening, so it was a, a little bit earlier again. So. I actually got confused because I think Agent Shields was on a break that week uh-huh. and then it came back and I thought well, that was the one afterwards but they're all kind of having this big meeting or whatever and then Sitwell and Agent Han have to say like we got to go back to the hub something's going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think Sitwell actually says he's got a mission to go to the boat. He's got to go to the boat the Lumerian the, the, the the star. Yeah, the, 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 that's in the first scene of, of the Winter Soldier.
0: Which is, I mean it's that's an interesting type the way they're doing that as well. Um but Redford's amazing. I'm also amazed that like Jenny Agutter is now a character in the Marvel Universe. Yes. When I rewatch The Avengers, it's her voice and it's her as one of those shadowy figures. Yeah. As, along with Howard's Booth, didn't, Powers come Booth back.
1: didn't come back. They replaced him with Alan Dale, I think is the name of mm. these uh the balding sort of white haired of oh, Jim from Neighbours. Oh, he's Jim from Neighbors?
0: He's Jim from Neighbours. He's always been Jim from Neighbours. I, I
1: know I'm from the OC. <laughs> yeah, it was like he was in Jim from
0: Neighbours and he it was a big traumatic thing for kids my age when he died in Neighbours. And then I watched the first episode of Space Above and Beyond. The Top Gun in Space TV show. Did you ever see that? Never saw it. It was Garrett and Wong did it. Uh, is it Garrett and Wong the guys who did some of the best X-Files. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Wong. yeah, yeah. yeah, And in the beginning he's giving this whole speech about we've moved out into the stars, we've colonized, and we have not we are alone in the universe, and then aliens come down and blow the fuck out of them.
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> so I was like oh Jim from Neighbors is a job and then so he's, he's the OC I'm like Jesus Christ he's so basically he's a jobbing character actor who's, who's done yeah. lots of stuff but I mean I, I really like Redford's performance because he underplays everything he yeah. never
0: is. he's the just mustache, an oh shucks kind of guy yeah he's
1: not the mustache twirling bad guy he, he has he believes what he's doing is right and there's yeah. a very sort of you know logical rational reason why you need to you know they just need to eliminate Wozzer they just need to lead like a million, 10 million people people to save 6 billion and yeah. for him the math makes sense And I love the way he ties it into, it's because of what Nick Fury did that set him on this path. Mm. Because Nick, he says he first met Nick Fury when there was a hostage situation. He, uh, Redford tried to negotiate, Nick Fury went in and just rescued the hostages against orders. That's when the the Alexander Pierce character said, okay, you don't wait, diplomacy doesn't work. You have to take action to make the world a safer so just the way everything sort of tied together it was just a really tight script
0: that was another thing from the trailer where they had you've been the face you've you've, you've changed the face of history in the 20th century and you need to do it one more time there's that line and there's another line where in the trailer it looks like it's Robert Redford or someone else one line's Robert Redford one line's someone else but in the trailer it makes it sound like he's talking to Cap right whereas he's actually talking to the Winter Winter Soldier Soldier and I was like whoever's cutting their trailers is really fucking smart.
1: Well, they get away with stuff like – the trailer, the really interesting is they actually show the last shot of the movie in the trailer. Mm. because and They actually – they trimmed a line in the film because in the film, Falcon goes, where do we start? And then it's just a shot of Chris Evans' face and it cuts to black. In yeah. the trailer, Falcon has that line and Steve Rogers takes a beat and goes, we just did. Yeah. And they use it in the trailer as sort of this is the beginning of the mission yeah. to save the world, but really it's the last shot. It's the shot beginning the of movie. the next mission. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just fantastic.
0: Uh, what I really liked as well as how like, you mentioned Batrock the Leaper they made that character work yes Batrock <laughs> they, they didn't call him Batrock the Leaper he was just Batrock right Yes. but he did do a lot of leaping
1: he did do a lot of leaping
0: um, another character I thought I was actually uh, kind of squeed with the light when I saw it was Arnim Zola <laughs> because they actually made that goofy ass TV screen head, a computer yeah. head with a TV screen in the body yeah. like it was so close to the goofy comic look yes. the Jack Kirby style and one. they also
1: had a, a kind of what looked like a, a rectangular connect box
0: Yeah, like the, the, on the, the, top of him. Like his head. And that's
1: part of the costume of the,
0: the comic book version
1: yeah. of Arnim Zola. Which is great. I mean, obviously, they can't go as crazy sci-fi in the movies as they do in the comic books. But yeah. it's not nice that they do certain sl-
0: nods to that. Do you think show. he survived, Or is he backed up somewhere? I don't know.
1: I, that was actually the one scene where I was... I mean, you can't get away with it. this is the, inf- the, the the information dump where yeah. they just tell the audience okay this is what's been happening
0: by the way I'm from the first movie where uh, Hydra is in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. you're fucked so oh, well, by the way does it, it miss out of the way I, I, the reason, I was like where is he monologuing he's like oh by the way the reason I'm monologuing yes. is is a bomb coming yeah. I'm just stalling haha
1: <laughs> <laughs> for me that's what made it work for me because yeah. as the scene was going on I'm like this is like a joke from The Incredibles. Yeah. he's monologuing like, "Oh no, he's just trying to delay them." No, it's
0: fantastic. And, uh, and nice as well, the the, the the Black Widow, which he talks. Would you like to play a game? And yeah, like, yeah, I know, I've seen that I've one. Seen that he's, one. Seen, he's seen War Games. <laughs> <laughs> is he a Broderick fan? I wonder.
1: Yeah, he hasn't heard Marvin Gaye, but he's seen War Games. Uh, also, I think one issue it was. Uh, the, the character of Agent Thirteen, I felt she was just there for no Apparently, she's there because
0: he's gonna. That's something's that's gonna happen in the next
1: movie. Yeah, again, it's it's the whole Marvel thing of, of you know they're planting these tiny seeds for the next film. So yeah. within the context of this film, she's you, you keep wondering why she's there. Yeah,
0: like she's just talking to a next door apparently She's Sharon Carter. Yeah. I did like I did like that they they got like some people to recur. They got back talking to Peggy again.
1: That was a, that was a beautiful
0: scene. That was very nice. And apparently,
1: that was actually uh, her. It was actually yeah, yeah, on the makeup. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't makeup. It was CG. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, uh, 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 I mean, I heard an interview with the writers or, or with the director or something, and they were saying that they tried makeup mm-hmm. and it just looked odd, as as old age makeup usually does. Yeah. So they basically said it, it was actually more effective to just map her face and just you know That's it's her it performance look. and just add the CG thing over it because it is
0: kind of heartbreaking when they talk for a bit and then she's like she forgets she forgets who he is and uh like it was, cause he's flipping about it in the beginning of the trailer Like woman well, my quartet's all dead yeah. so my weekend's free but he is a man at the time they keep referring him to
1: him, and it? he still loves her yeah. He says, "You know, I, I can't leave. My, of course, I had to come see my best girl. I mean, it's it's a really beautiful. Uh, it was a very beautiful scene. Again, it's it's the great thing is they, they make Steve Rogers' character so interesting you know, that he is dealing with a lot of pain. Everyone he knows is dead. Yeah, and you know, and the oh, the only
0: person who he could probably have a chat with doesn't want to talk and wants to murder the fuck out of him.
1: Yes, which again it, it brings up that, that the whole Winter Soldier and that I think I agree with you that there was not enough with him. I would have liked to have seen." some scenes where you see how he's affected the course of the 20th century. Yeah. Because I think in the comics, they kind of hint. I mean, there's a whole he issue. Was the, he was on the was on the Yeah, he shot JFK. Like, all the big historical moments that required somebody to die was him that did it. Yeah. So move the world in a certain direction. Which, I mean, in the comics, you have a lot more time to explore that. In the movie, it's just a couple of throwaway lines
0: and you move on. And I did find it quite cool, actually, the way that he just accedes to the, you know, we're going to wipe you again. Yeah. And he's just like, he's just totally used to this point. Yeah. Uh, the metal arm looked very cool. Very cool. The, no, the, fight, the, the
1: fight scene between, hit, between him and Steve Rogers I thought was fantastic.
0: There's a lot of, uh, as I said, we watched the Avengers a while ago, some of the, the, the Hawkeye Black Widow fight where they're just like swinging around shit. Yeah. They had that same kind of dynamism where like when he cuts through the knife and like he puts the knife through a van Yeah, at one point which is just badass looking but he's like, Cap is blocking him up high so he drops the knife, grabs it low, goes in. It's like, there's so much. I mean, I only saw it once. I wanted to see it. Bring my girlfriend to see it. But we should be having that time yet because I want to look at that shit again. It looked so cool. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, you know.
1: Were you he, okay with the fight scenes, or do you think there was too? It was too shaky cam. Flex, no, I
0: thought they were fine. Yeah. I was, I was okay with it. I could,
1: I could follow the fights. So I understood the geography of what was happening, which is yeah. a problem with most action movies nowadays.
0: If they if they get in too tight, you can't see it, or they might do a really cool uh, roundhouse kick, but they're too close to actually see that. So that happened in, I think, was it the. One of the, one, the first or second of the Daniel Craig Bond movies, there was a, a Bourne type fight where he ends with a scissors. He ends up stabbing a guy in the leg with a scissors. Right,
1: you can't follow it. And it. you can't. Kind of what did he stab him with? Yeah, that was, I think, Quantum of Solace. Yeah. All the fights in that were terrible. Yeah. You can't, you don't know what's going on. It's just. Because the one blasts. that kind of
0: kicked that all off was the magazine fight for Bourne. Yeah. Right, he's fighting with a magazine. You can see that and you can follow it, and they follow the lines of the fight, yeah. so you're never well, confused.
1: that's Paul Greengrass's genius, I yeah. think, in that he can do the whole shaky cam thing, but you can still follow what's going on and you don't get sick watching it. I mean, it's just really good. And I think, yeah, yeah, the Captain America was kind of like that. It just, you could follow what was going on at all times.
0: It does come down to the kind of thing, though, they, they do have a tendency to devolve into a CGI mess at the end of the movies. Like, it was from the first Iron Man they had that. The proper critics complained about this. Sometimes, you know, her Mark Kermode complained about the BBC where it's like, Iron Man is a completely different type of superhero movie, but at the end, it's two robots hitting each other. So, in terms right. of Transformers... In this, you know, maybe wondered there wasn't, was there any real reason to have three helicarriers? Slight overkill, maybe? I think
1: it's because they had so many characters that they had to get involved in the action. They had to split them up. Because by the end, you've got Natasha Romanoff, Nick Fury, Maria Hill, Captain America, and the Falcon. Mm. You have five heroic characters. Each one of them needs to do something, so they probably have to split them up. I was, I mean, yes, Marvel movies tend to sort of devolve into a CG, big Battle at the end, but I'm okay with the last two because I think the Thor Dark World one, spoilers, because he was sort of falling between realities. I thought that was an interesting Mm -hmm. twist on it.
0: I just don't know why uh, what's his name, Chris Ferguson, got bigger at the end. Right. (laughs) Because the series just grows for some reason?
1: But I mean, I think when you've got an actor as big as Chris Hemsworth, you kind of need to scale him up a bit. bit. And I think in Captain America, because they had the whole ticking clock to deal with, it kind of worked for me.
0: And then, Abed, mean, and then Abed turned up. Who? Abed from Community.
1: Oh, yes, Abed from Community. Just like there.
0: he opens the door to Captain America and the Falcon. And the I guarantee like,
1: you, if there's a new season of Community, Abed will have a story about how he was an extra in Captain <laughs> America movie, <laughs> and that'll tie into something.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just wondering where they put me in There's a guy, a big star, I don't know. And, uh, it's cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> If he said cool, 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 when he opened the door yeah, and the man... That, that would have been awesome. would have brought the house down. That would up. have been
1: awesome. No, 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 no. So I kind of was okay with uh-huh. it. Um, eventually, I think they're going to have to come up with something else. I mean, I think the best example I've seen recently, spoilers, of, of a big movie that didn't do that was World War Z. Mm. Or if you're in the UK, World War Z. Where, you know, they didn't go bigger with the third act. The third yeah, act, they Well, they had, like but then they day. threw
0: all that footage in and they went smaller because they yeah, had no budget left.
1: And it, and it worked and yeah. I think at, at a certain point you know a superhero movie should be able to do that where you know you have a big action scene in the second act and the third act becomes sort of a very personal one on one thing because otherwise it will I think get boring if they keep half to repeating like everything explodes in the third
0: act yeah it's that thing of like every week can't be the biggest fight you ever happen because it does become the X-Men where they should be just jaded at this point like what the Shia Empire is going to come destroy the Earth again, again. <laughs> The Phoenix is coming. Were uh, they here last week? <laughs>
1: yeah. The so Phoenix has
0: been and gone, man.
1: So did you? I I also like the Gary Shandling cameo. Yeah, I thought that was great. And this is, you know, yeah. like,
0: like in the middle of in the middle of public space, it's just hell hydras. Hell hydras goofy. They have done that in in, in Shield with their uh, Garrett, Nathan Garrett, right? Yes. Where he's like, someone does the whole goofy two hands Nazi salute. Nazi he salute. He goes, he's like. Put your goddamn hands down. You, you look like... like a Texas cheerleader. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it worked in the, the first Avenger because it was the 1945. Yeah. And all that kind of Nazi yeah. I- imagery.
1: Which is actually something really interesting. I don't know if they've ever had a movie, that uh, a series that has done that. But if you discount sort of the connected universe and you just look at the two Captain America movies, they they completely switched genres from one movie to the next.
0: Yeah, the last one was Indiana Jones slash the like
1: World War II adventure. This, this one is was a all conspiracy, the man, yeah, conspiracy stuff. And I don't know of any other movie series that has just radically shifted genres from the first part to the second part.
0: Well, the Transformers might have. Worked. The first one was kind of a semi homage to the original show, and the second one was a steaming pile of dog shit. <laughs>
1: yes, that's true.
0: I mean, that, that is a genre of its own. Yes, yes. That's it's true. an incoherent mess, actually.
1: But he did repeat the Stephen Pyle abduction in the third one. Mm, that's true. So, so there is an interconnected thing between the Those two yeah. movies. Speaking of which, the fourth Transformers movie looks also like a Stephen Pyle abduction. Yes. Since I don't buy uh, Marky Mark as a eighth grade science teacher in The Happening, I'm not going to buy him as a
0: genius science inventor. In oh, he's not. I think he's The Mechanic. You've seen the trailer, right? Yeah, but this he's a mechanic, but he's a mechanic repairer of trucks and stuff. Oh, like, I thought he was,
1: like, he finds all these uh, uh, metal things and he's building new stuff with it.
0: No, nah, I mean, he, he's found it up, beat up off to his Prime so he tries to fix it. Apparently. Okay, fair enough. Fair but enough. there's a great guy, I think it's uh, Bottle Rocket on Vine. If you're on Vine, I, I use Vine, but I only primarily look at it like it's like five, six seconds comedy shows now. The guys I follow are all just doing little skits. Bat Dad. Bat Dad is hilarious. Uh, but this Bottle Rocket guy does a really good Mark Wahlberg impression. It's like, you know, he's just like watching this. dishes. like, you know, I said, honey, I'm a big movie star. Can't be doing this. can are making me do the dishes. And he does it like that. And that's all I can hear now And I hear Mark Wahlberg. Like, I mean, he was good in the other guys. But when when he says that line, honey, I think we've got to get a Transformer here. I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, but we digress. But well, we digress. This is the uh, speaking America's
0: podcast. Speaking of uh, Marvel's Connected Universe, the shout-outs. There okay. was a shout-out to Stephen Strange, which yes. I know. Kevin Feige, I mean... The balls on that guy. For they're going, they're going to fall out. We're going to go cosmic regards of the galaxy a comic that we've launched numerous times and like it's been good, but it's never been stratospheric. And we're going to say fuck it. We're putting our balls on the line. Yeah. He's like he wants to get Stephen Strange out there, a well well known character, but not quite well beloved. If you know what I mean? It's not, He's well loved,
1: but they've never managed to to do a, a Doctor Strange comic series that has lasted. Yeah. Usually lasts like twelve issues, and then they have to reboot the character.
0: Exactly. So mentioning him. When we get to the DVD, there will be hundreds, I'm sure, more. We could be yeah. able to plan out the... Maybe Scott Lang was in well, there Well, they somewhere. do. They,
1: they, they, what, they reference Bruce Banner. A lot. They, they reference... Uh, the, the, you see Tony Stark as one of the people targeted by the Hydra. The
0: repulsors. The stark Tech uh, repulsors on the helicarriers.
1: Ooh, we've missed one great action scene. The fight scene in the elevator.
0: Yes. Which I was thinking of it as well. Amazing. Then you want to get out?
1: Yeah. Again, it's that... They, they really get the Steve Rogers character right. Because... He can't do the James Bond one-liner. No, there has to be. He's a, not cynical. No, so there has to be an earnestness to everything he says. No, yeah. but it's still funny and it still works because he's honest. I think he's really being honest. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna kick all your asses. But so whoever doesn't want their ass kicked, please get off the elevator. Because they don't want to
0: step out. Yeah, and then he takes them all fucking down <laughs> in a really tight, and close space. And then the little kind of it's Kicks kind of the
1: shield up into his pissed arm.
0: off board flip. <laughs> yes,
1: and then he takes down a a jet plane with his shield. With the bike. With the bike.
0: That was a very... Just a cool little... Like, it's just like... You get to, he drives away. Like, no, no. He's going to use... There's a gate. Yes. Captain America's biggest nemesis is a gate. So he's going to use a Quinjet as a fucking ramp.
1: Yes. And then he's going to jump on the Quinjet, knock it out, knock out the engines, and then jump off before it crashes.
0: Yeah. I mean... And then you've
1: got the product placement as they go to the Apple store. Yes. <laughs> Where, With the you know, Apple genius guy. The like, Apple genius guy. <laughs> oh.
0: I mean, it was the uh, it was the helicopter scene from X Men Origins Wolverine that was just done right.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um,
1: and you've got, of course. Uh, well, I think that covers everything, but except the uh, the, the post credit scene.
0: So again, with the credit scene, they did it in um, Iron Man Three, where they had like we're just gonna do James Bond theme here. And I've used that for the jogging track. The can you dig it? Yeah. The, the little kind of all the the, 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 the brassy yeah, brassy, the brassy Iron jazz Iron music. Man, yeah. um, they did the same where it's beautiful. Like any one of the credits for the main cast is a poster from that yeah. but they have it's all very stylized three tone art very ollie moss style yeah and it just looked I, I just wanted all of that yeah it looks, fantastic. Posters, it looks really, fantastic. really really nice yeah, yeah, yeah. so we get the first uh view of baron zemo right
1: uh not baron zemo it's baron von strucker
0: oh von strucker zemo's the guy with the purple mask and the yeah the, the, in the, the
1: comics fur. von strucker is bald with a monocle
0: hmm or the monocle on this, but he also had, like, Tecmo beer on it, and they were using the power of Loki's Stick, which had gone missing from the other one. That's true. People have said, like, so the, I haven't read the Infinity Gauntlet. So, there's, like, a mind gem, a space gem, a time, uh, a time,
1: mind, space, time, power, reality. Reality,
0: yeah. So,
1: we've had three gems. But they
0: they haven't named them the way they are named in the comic book, and they're kind of, people are guessing which one is which. Yeah.
1: So you, they've had three. They have the ether from *Thor: The Dark World*, the red cloudy thing. Yeah. You have the cosmic cube, the tesseract. The tesseract. And then you have Loki's pokey stick, which is probably the mind gem.
0: So that, that's why they said they were linked in the Avengers, the two of the two of them. Because I thought the pokey stick was drawing off power from the tesseract. But if it's a separate gem, that would also make sense.
1: Yeah, I think it's a separate thing because yeah. obviously the tesseract is now in Asgard, and the, the Loki's pokey stick is still. Radiating power.
0: And they've nicely managed to uh, pull together the, the twins, the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, without having to mention Magneto at all. Yes. <laughs> They're the sons and daughters. of <coughs> <coughs> That guy, That you know that guy who trashes uh, San Francisco every couple of years, yeah? No, no. I don't know. He's not on Shields. He's not on Shields Watch list. No. Oh,
1: yeah. Fox seems to know him. Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, Elizabeth Olsen is Scarlet Witch. She does the crazy eyes quite mm.
0: well. I mean, we'll see how they go with Quicksilver. He did look a bit fucked up anyway, but he looks better than... We'll we'll get into the other podcast on the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, to get to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I've been following that show and asking myself why for a long time. Seeing this, because removing... I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been up and down in the comic books a lot. You know, Tony Stark ran it for a while and tried to change it bits and pieces that made uh, Maria Hill's character grow over the time. I mean, at some point, well, I don't know if they can introduce S.W.O.R.D. because that's an X-Men thing, isn't it? Because uh, that's the alien one. I don't know, because... They could build to that. It might be
1: one of these things that's owned by both. Because, yeah. for example, Quicksilver is, they're doing it in X-Men and Avengers because he's a both Avenger and an X-Men. Yeah. S.W.O.R.D. has appeared in a lot of Avengers comics as well as X-Men comics. Okay, so I'm more, I'm more that familiar
0: that with it from the X-Men because he's... Uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Hand is working, uh, is dating Beach.
1: Uh, no she's not Victoria Victorian
0: she's it's not Victorian it's something else but something like the, that the green the green Green-haired haired, haired lady yeah. Tick, yeah. so and I, I, I thought that was nice when they drew the shield and sword yeah. but like the shield's gone so I was expecting way bigger things because we got to see Captain America before the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode came out yeah, yeah. so I was expecting it to be they, I, I thought they were going to go on the run immediately. Yeah. So in the TV show, they essentially go on the run to another shield base. Yes. And there is there was some nice bit of business there with like with uh, with, sorry, like, with Victoria Hand where she's like, "You totally think she's Hydra." Yeah. And then when they say like we're going to fucking kill you guys because we're not fucking you know Hydra, he's like, "That's what I was hoping to hear." Good to know. You yeah. Know? The people the people I trust in the world are now number seven. Yes. And, and but we by the way we got to kill Colson Right. <laughs>
1: But I think that um, the reason that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is is sort of uh, lagging a little bit behind Captain America is even within the Winter Soldier movie, Mm -hmm. there is, I think, a pretty substantial time jump between when when the helicarrier crashes and Scarlett Johansson uploads all the secrets of the internet, and then there's scenes where... You've got her testifying before Congress, and everybody's, like, Maria Hill's interviewing for a job at Stark. Yeah. I think all that is happening sort of like a month later. Yeah. So the the television series, it might be a few episodes before we catch up with what actually was the end of Captain America Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah. Because I thought they would just be totally on their own for a while, but they do have some support, which I, I just felt that was a bit cheap. They could have, they should have just been completely cut completely the fuck off, because that would be more interesting. Yeah. But they've got a different route with the whole Agent Ward being actual, which
1: is awesome. I
0: kept thinking that there was going to be a fake out because when he shot hand again, we said spoilers, so fuck it. When he shot hand in the plane, I thought maybe he used a night night gun. Or but you
1: see a pool of blood, don't you? I, did we see a pool of blood? I think you see a little bit of on blood. Network TV?
0: I really wanted him at the end of that clip when he shoots her, and it just like zooms in on his. It does this long take on his face, and it's like I was just waiting on him to say, "Hey you bitches," yeah, you know. But he doesn't say. I was like, I felt cheated by that because that would have sealed the deal that you know yeah. he's not a triple agent.
1: Yeah. I, I'm hoping they don't reverse it. I, I yeah. find War, the Ward character all of a sudden so much more interesting as a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he was cardboard before. Than he ever was as sort of the earnest uh, uh, hero. Yeah. But, I mean, Joss Whedon loves doing that. He yeah. loves introducing who you think is the square-jawed hero and then just
0: Describe fucking... Him completely. Like, he always does that.
1: Anytime you introduce like a square-jawed hero and a Whedon-Words thing, it, it's, you're counting down to when he's going to get his world... Just destroyed and the rug pulled out from under
0: it. There is, um, for the Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're doing. They're getting some comic book artists to do posters for each new, for the last, for the final one of six episodes, they're doing okay. posters before each episode. Okay. So I haven't seen many of them, but they are kind of like the, 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 the Captain America had it a bit, Iron Man had it a bit, Those kind of like lots of heads and stuff like that, but it's painted. Okay. Painted artwork. The one for this has, I think, for the next episode, has Sky kind of holding it, collapsing. Um, what do you call it? Ward, i just kind of like all red behind her, and I think her hair is doing a little bit of the Phoenix thingy, so we might find out what kind of 084 she actually oh. is.
1: You think they might kill Ward and he, she resurrects him or something? God only knows. Eh, eh. I mean,
0: I don't want to go too far into the spoilers for things we haven't seen, yeah. but I, you know, it's moving along. Yeah.
1: Well, I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., now that S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone, I think, um, and did you ever read a comic called Secret Warriors? No. Uh, it basically kind of tracks... That same path that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is on. Uh, Secret Warriors was like a 30-issue finite series where Nick Fury essentially realizes that Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. And so what he does is he just breaks off from S.H.I.E.L.D., much like he did at the end of Winter Soldier. He goes off on his own, and he has what he's called the, the – well, I don't know if they can use it now because they've already used the name in S.H.I.E.L.D. But he has what he's called the Caterpillar Program, ah. where they are all these super-powered people that he's kept tabs on. But off but the he, books? Off the books, so what he does is he activates all of them and says, okay, now you're working for me, and we are going to take down Hydra, and we're completely separate, and we function on our own, yeah. and we're going to take down all the, the all the, the Hydra elements that have infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So I think maybe that might be where the television series is going, mm. which I think makes it better because, again... If the first half of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was really hit and miss.
0: And vague. Their, their mission was vague. They didn't have a mission. They've got to get everything that was in the fridge back in the fridge.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now they have... Now, now this is a show with a point of view. Whereas before it was always, you know, why aren't they calling in S.H.I.E.L.D.? Why are they on their own? What's yeah. going on? I mean, they were treading water. Like, And they
0: explained that nicely in that, like, Coulson didn't put the team together. May put the team yeah. together to keep tabs on Coulson in K- case he went full-on villain. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah. I mean, they, they haven't explained Tahiti yeah. to, to him enough yet. I think, And maybe they'll draw it out for well, longer. Well, apparently
1: Samuel L. Jackson is showing up in the season finale. Yeah. So probably that's when you're going to get. Hopefully you'll get. Hopefully you get Colson punching him in the face and yes. saying the <laughs> fuck. Gouge out your other fucking eye. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Agents of Shield. I go. I don't know. It, it was really a mediocre show, I mm. thought. But since the last six or seven episodes, have really picked it up. And now Pierce
0: has got his blob of graviton back. We should see the guy who fell into it. Yes. Remember they had the hand thing come yes. out. Was like, oh cool, they're gonna have a supervillain to fight. And it's yes. like, no, they're not. They're going to well, bury... they,
1: they, all the the people escaping from the fridge are supervillains. A lot of them. Like were, Blackout yeah. was in the last episode.
0: Yeah. Oh, and that's that's something we should mention from Captain America. They introduced crossbones. Yes. And at the end of it, he was horribly scarred, but they they, they they took the shot to show this
1: guy's still alive. Yes. So he, that, that's the reason he's going to wear the skull
0: mask and you know.
1: It, ah, that Captain America. It was just such a good movie. They that's just like, got
0: it right. Um, so yeah, we had that. It doesn't really tie... I mean, it would be hard to tie that into Guardians of the Galaxy, so I think... I mean, they, the, 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 the teaser for the for Avengers 2 is enough, is, is enough for me.
1: Yeah. Well, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is probably... Because it's a cosmic story, they're probably going to tie it into Thanos a bit. Yeah. Because they're seeding Thanos. He's going to be the big bad of the entire... Yeah, I think... Phase 3, perhaps, is when he's... He's gonna probably...
0: Play. Like, Avengers 3 will be that, but it'll probably it'll lead up through... I mean, if they do an Iron Man forming. I mean, What's it, uh, Chris Evans said he was going to he's looking to retire with acting and go to directing after his contracts up right. for that. but he did
1: say there was a possibility that since he he, he might just you know went to act show up in the occasional Marvel film yeah. and then go back in, in his other be a slubby director for a while yeah. and then work
0: out for a couple, of, a couple of weeks I mean this and Thor there is at least one gratuitous topless shot of them I think he, there's one point he's washing off as well where right? just right there's always just a fun shot of that for the ladies. <laughs>
1: Which you know, I was like, you know, he, he should, he, I think him and Scarlett Johansson should have been a little bit more naked in that scene as they're mm. like, you know, stitching up their wounds and stuff. It was still quite. A bit he too
0: does tasty. look absolutely amazing, though. The the work he's put into that is just. I mean, Thor is the same. Like when you see that his arm is the size of your head, yeah, it's uh, that's that's just hard because he was so the Thor was just so, like he's like a normal person in, in Star Trek. And, yeah. you know, we've seen Chris, Chris Evans was pretty skinny as the Human Torch. Yeah. And uh, as what's his name in uh, Scott Pilgrim? Like, yeah, he's kind of, a, he's a big guy, but he wasn't a big guy. Whereas now he's like almost any levels, Like, he's just like, look
1: at this fucking Yeah, no, he's <laughs> cut like
0: hell. It's unbelievable
1: yeah. what he went into it. Although he does say that um, his, uh, uh, what he does is his, his goal, basically his plan is work out as much as you can before the movie starts. Because mm-hmm. once it starts, you have no time to work out. So then he says that the, during the course of the movie he just shrinks. <laughs> <laughs> so he just gets smaller and smaller as and the movie progresses. So I guess all the uh, tight T-shirt shots have to be moved to the beginning of yes. the schedule, and then the rest of it is okay. It's in a wide shot. He's in the. We we'll just sew
0: some muscles into the shirt, please. Yes.
1: What did you think about uh, uh, the, the going back to the World War II costume for the for the final? Uh, I
0: like that. Uh, I mean, I like. I, I prefer the black outfit. Right, but yeah, The World War Two outfit is way the fuck better than the Avengers one. The Avengers one is really getting away wick now, In the Avengers one it is cartoony, bright colors, and yeah. I, the helmet doesn't work so well. I yeah. like that kind of strap helmet. And um, didn't did, did he have? He didn't even have a. Did he have a helmet at the beginning?
1: In the yes. black suit? Yes, he did. Because yeah. he took it off before he kicked Batroc's ass.
0: Yeah, but I mean, th- 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 I think that old suit works better because it's more utilitarian. It's got pockets and all that kind of shit on it. It's like you know, it's the. You can see the seams. The other one, like the 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 Avengers one, there's like a, there's a there's, you can see a visible seam here where the Velcro is to open it, and it's like the star just looks overdone. Yeah. Like I really, it's a small thing, but I fucking loved in the first Avenger the buckle on the harness that he puts the shield on. Yeah. At the back, it's a hinge in the middle of it, but it's and it's, it's a shape of shaped star. Yeah. But it's not overly done. It ties in, but it's just enough work done to make it look you, you, usable. Yeah.
1: No, no, I agree, but I think. That was always going to be the problem with the Avengers because if you think about it, each solo movie, they have their own sort of lighting style to yeah. make the character look the coolest. But when you've got the Avengers, you've got all these disparate, different-looking characters together. That Some, are gonna yeah. Some are going to look cheesy. Some are going to, under that bright gra- glare of lighting, the Captain America suit doesn't look that And good. his
0: booties were weird. The red, he had these like really bright red booties in Avengers, whereas I think they're more like...
1: It wasn't the pirate boots from the comics, was it?
0: No, I wasn't I mean, that, those just get caught on shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, you can't get away. But with they that. were like solid shiny <laughs> plastic. Whereas I think the Captain America ones are more like lace-up Doc Martens that are just red or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they might they might not even be red. I just I like that suit more. It's got pockets in the knees, combat and stuff. It's fa- it's a, you know he's got a place to put his gun and his yes. um. Yes.
1: And you get the Stanley cam- cameo.
0: Yeah. I am so fired. Y- yes. But, yeah, he's the guy. He's the janitor his, his guy. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I really want to see it again and again. I mean, it, they do. I. I so, earlier, I got sick a while ago, and I just watched Thor. Uh, I don't think I watched Captain America. I watched The Avengers. I watched Iron Man 3. And they are. They, they hold up to a period of watching. There's little things you can see each time. And it's just, like, it's nice. And, like, they really... I'm amazed that they're still pulling it off so well.
1: Yeah. I mean, so far, I mean, I have really enjoyed every single Phase 2 movie. Mm. I think if you really want to nitpick, Thor is probably the weakest. Not not weakest in a sense. I think... 4 was one of the, it looks like the movie in which they did the most reshoots on, mm. where they realized, you know what, Christopher Eccleston isn't working that much, let's put more Loki in. So you end up with a story that's a little bit unbalanced, but you're having so much fun mm. with the characters and, and, and the humor so that you don't really notice it.
0: Christopher Eccleston was a bit weak in that because he wasn't given much of a character, he was more of a force yeah, of, he was a, he was a force of nature. And having him speak in Elvish Yeah, all the
1: dark elf dialogue, which is subtitled, is ridiculous. Yeah. But it's still, it's such a, it's still, I think Thor 2 is the funniest of the, the phase 2 films. Yeah, it's when such Thor, a funny movie. when
0: Thor's looking to hang up Mjolnir yes. on the, on the, the hat stand, that was just hilarious. Yeah, it's
1: just such a funny movie. And yeah. I've
0: never realized Stellan Skarsgård was so funny.
1: Yeah. And like his sons, he seems to really enjoy nudity. Yes.
0: yes. He's just like, wondering, I was like, is Loki here? He's like, no. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. No, no Thor. I,
1: I should get my pants. Yeah, and Iron Man Three. You had the whole, you know, it's a Shane Black movie. It's so a Christmas movie released in summer for no reason. Yeah, because it's Shane Black. So yeah, all the Phase Two movies have been really, really good.
0: Mm. Unlike, I mean,
1: unlike, the DC Bat- Dark Knight, the uh, Man of Steel, which yeah, I got issues
0: with. Them. Yeah, it is it, wearing on after a while. But um, the last cast. Podcast we did on the, show, the last normal podcast we did was the Dave cast my friend back home and I, after that was after the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer came out and as someone who he's aware of these of some of these characters he isn't a fucking he's like what the fuck is this right. he had no clue what the Guardians of the Galaxy was he's like what's this is Chuck music what the fuck is going on here <laughs> is that a fucking tree I mean i ho- I hope the just the humor of it looks great. Yeah, they keep that. It's, yeah. you know, maybe they end up crash landing on Earth at the end or something like that. Something like that.
1: But yeah, yeah, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely the riskiest Marvel film. I mean, there's nothing to really ground it. It is an out-and-out space opera.
0: It's, it's their Star Wars. I mean, this could be... If yeah. they do it right, it could be this generation Star yeah. Wars. It looks...
1: What really looks cool about Guardians is it's Star Wars told from the point of view of Han Solo.
0: Yes. Which is Only he's also a bit of a dick.
1: Han Solo is a bit of a dick.
0: But he's, but he's more... And Solo is cocky. The other guy just comes off as incompetent in a way. Yes. <laughs> he's like, no one knows who he is. Yes. Like, you know, Star-Lord. Who? Who? What a bunch of a-holes. Yeah,
1: and they sort of put it down. Okay, no problem. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's fine with it. It's like, yeah. hey, don't fucking touch my fucking Walkman, man. And
1: uh, again, as I've told everyone who's uh, asked me about Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a raccoon firing a giant laser gun.
0: On, sh- on the shoulder of his... Was it... Is pet Tree. Pet Tree, yeah. It's like houseplot slash bodyguard. Yeah, or so how, I can, how
1: can you not want to see this movie? Yeah.
0: How can you not want to hear Vin Diesel say, I am a Groot in different tones and directions <laughs> for the whole fucking movie? I was, what did you think of the casting of uh, Bradley Cooper for Rocket?
1: Um, I haven't really heard. I mean, I have to see how the voice sounds coming out of Rocket's mouth.
0: There is one feature where they were interviewing the behind it, and there's a quick scene of him talking as Rocket. And I was like... I don't know. I kind of imagined an Ernest Borgman kind of voice, right? Kind of a rougher, kind of like because he smokes cigars in the com- in the comic, right? Uh, not really. Okay. Well, Although I imagine he, smoking cigars.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether they can do this in the movies, but his his catchphrase in the in the comic is shooting someone in the face and going, "Blam! I murdered you."
0: Ah! <laughs> so every time he kills someone, it's "Blam! I murdered you." Nice. <laughs> That's his
1: catchphrase. I don't know whether you can get away with that. In no. A, in, a, in a movie. In a movie with to- Happy Meal toys. Yes. Exactly.
0: All right, we'll leave it there for the spoiler cast. Thanks for coming right.
1: on. Um, rating out of five for Captain America? We don't do ratings. We don't Rating, really rating systems are lame, man.
0: They don't. People just skip to the end. Of the, well, they skip to the end of the rating, but lots of them finding it. But um, no, I mean, I, I feel, I don't like I don't like those kind of, I've got a lot from video games, but like, attaching a number onto something, it's like, you can't really compare it to, like, you could say, like, is it as good as Citizen Kane? Maybe not. But for a Marvel movie, I really fucking enjoyed it. And, and that's, not a, that's not a caveat to say they're lesser. It's just they're different boxes. It's like, I'm one of those people who's like, if you ask me my favorite movie of all time, I'll say, how long have you got? You'll yeah. need to go through my favorite different types of movies right. and why. Even within like,
1: the superhero genre. I remember when Dark Knight and Iron Man
0: came out in the same year. Yeah. And you really can't compare those movies. They're, they're completely they different beasts with completely different agendas. Yeah. So yeah, I'm okay.
1: Fine. So no ratings, but I really love this movie.
0: I really enjoyed it and I recommend it to everybody. Yes, Hail Hydra.
1: Hail Hydra.